the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Hope you're having a great weekend. Man, I tell you what, uh, I guess things go in uh, threes and fours, and I don't know how many, but anyway, several of my friends and one brother in law passed away this week. Um, it's been a tough situation. Unbelievable. Uh, so, you know, uh, it's it's uh, things you've just got to overcome and, and try to understand what God's got for you and so many other people uh, in their lives and, and what's going on. Um, and I was on the – my son and I were driving to breakfast this morning, and there was a song on the radio, uh, I Don't Want to Lose My Soul. And um, how it goes is I don't want to gain the world and lose my soul. And it made me think a bunch, a whole lot. You know, and, and one of the the sentences in the song says, and I feel like a kid in a three-ring circus. Man, do you ever feel that way? Do you ever feel like you're a kid and you don't know it all? I'm going to tie all this uh, all together in the car business, uh, but I don't want to gain the world and lose my soul. And, and how do you gain the world? You live the, by the world, the world standards, the, way, the world of money, the world of greed and pride, keeping up the Joneses. But the world I, I served was the, word of, the world of selfishness and how selfish I was. But, you know, we're on this earth a short amount of time, and uh, we waste our time. We waste being productive. We waste so much in our lives, and uh, it's unbelievable what's going on. And so, um, you know, both of these guys live short lives, and we're on a short lifetime. And do we waste so much giving things to Satan, giving things to the world? Uh, do we waste our our time? I mean, you know, I've explained to you before, you go and you work 40 hours a week, and sometimes that's just a car payment. And then you work 40 hours a week to, to have a place to live. And that all that time goes away. Now, we've got to have a place to live. We've got to have a roof over our head. There's so many people that don't. But how many times have you wasted a week in your month, 40 hours, on a car payment? You know, I had another guy that does a show at this same time on one of our sister stations. And he says, you know, Dave Ramsey talks about uh, if you, you buy you a $5,000 car and you drive it a year and then you sell it for 5000 and during that time you save 5000 which is 400 a month. Uh, after taxes, and so you save 400 a month, and then you've got enough money where you sell the car for 5,000, and you got another 5,000 to buy a $10,000 car. Well, that that works if you know what you're doing. That works if you put enough effort in it, and you concentrate, and you focus, and you stay ahead of the game, and you keep moving up, and you keep saving money. But also you need to do that when you buy the car in August, September, October, November, and then you drive it till the, the note season, the income tax season comes around, so the car will be at its highest. Market is down September, October, November, and then it perks up in January, February, and March. 
So maybe you drive it six months, but if you replace the car and uh, you try to replace it when you're you're doing that at a at a different let's say different time. So if you bought it in November, you might making money in January, February, but you you may be behind when it comes to to uh, uh, January because then you've got to replace it. Now if you've got Two cars, you can play that game a little easier. Is what I'm saying. Uh, that's that's what can be be brought that way, you know. Uh, and I want you to 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 be the best you can, and to work it the way you can. So um, uh, I'm working so hard um, on on being the best I can be, and helping you any way that I can. And so um, uh, we want you to to understand the car business. Well, I want you to understand, you know, they're talking about, on the commercial just for my show, a war in the world. But there's a war going on all around you. That kid in the three-ring circus, you feel like everybody's pulling at you. Everybody wants money. Everybody wants the, your time and your effort, and you be productive for them. What are you know? I I want to be productive. I want to not waste time. I don't want, you know. I'll give money to somebody that needs it, but I hate giving it to somebody that's lazy and not productive who wastes the money. I've given money away to people that need something, and they'll take most of it or half of it and go waste it on pleasures for themselves. I don't want to gain the world and lose my soul. And I know I'm not going to lose my soul because I'm serving the Lord, and I want to be the best I can be, and I want to work at it, and I and I want to give back, you know. And like I say, I've I've studied so hard on grace, and we're going to talk a little bit about grace probably the second half of this show. Now remember, this show is going to be uh, replayed at 1 p.m. today on 11:60. So I hope that uh, you, if you'd like to listen to it again. Or you can tell your friends and neighbors and everybody to go to 1160 at 1 p.m. to hear this show. Because I want everybody to go to heaven. Um, you know, and sometimes people pass that we don't present the Lord to. And then there's people that pass that we present the Lord to. I've presented the, the Lord to a lot of people. And the Lord is a gracious gentleman. They got free will. And it hurts me to think that they they didn't accept Jesus Christ. Now, I don't know, and I hope at the last hour they did. But if you've got a sudden heart attack, are you going to have enough time to think about the Lord? I tell you, I was on an airplane going from San Antonio to Dallas one day. And... Uh, we went to take off, and it didn't sound right. I, I've been flying so much and been back and forth to Dallas and on Southwest, and I know the flight. I know the, the way it goes. I know the patterns. I know it all. And it didn't sound right. And we got off the ground pretty good ways, and then it sounded even worse. And so the pilot comes on the intercom, and he says, uh, he starts rambling, and let me tell you, have you ever had anybody that was so nervous, so excited, you couldn't understand them? Well, the pilot was this way. And so we're on this airplane, and we didn't understand him. About two minutes later, the stewardess comes running down the, the hall, down between the, the seats, and she's screaming and hollering, did you hear that? The pilot We've lost one air, one engine, and the other engine's got a problem. We need emergency landing in Austin, Texas. Here, we hadn't even got out of Bear County, and, and the airplane has got a problem. How are we going to get to Austin, Texas? Anyway, long story short, everybody went to pray it. I mean everybody. Why did the Lord take me through this? I wanted to know. I wanted to understand why did he take me through this? And I tell you why. Because in my heart, I knew I was going to heaven. Without a doubt, because I know 18 near-death experienced people, I told you, 
uh, 16 went to heaven, two went to hell, and them two changed their lives tremendously. And so, but everybody on there went to praise and the Lord, let me, Lord, you know, man, everybody in there was praying. I was praying in the spirit, but also I was thinking, do I have my will in order? Do I have everything set up for my family? Are they not going to have a problem getting everything done? That's what I was thinking. I was praying in the Spirit. But, but let me tell you something. The people, they were praying, and you could tell that they were in anguish. And maybe they accepted Jesus Christ right then and there. That Maybe that's why they were on that airplane. But you know what? Let me tell you, they had we barely, barely made it to Austin. I, I mean, just barely. You can see the cars, almost see the license plates on I-35 when we were landing. And, uh, man, I'm going to tell you, just everybody was was so relieved when we hit the ground. And the stewardess was wanting to take our name and number for a free ticket. And she told us that we could go to gate one and see. Well, I'm sitting in the back. I'm thinking, well, all these people will get on gate one, and I won't be able to get on the airplane. But she sent us that way. Let me tell you something. They opened that door, and they nearly killed this woman trying to get off of that airplane. So I wrote down my name and number and address and everything, and I handed it to her. And I took off, and I thought, well, I'll just check on gate one. I get down to gate one. The plane was half empty. Them people didn't want to fly. Were they scared they were going to die? Must have been. I'm not scared to death because I know where I'm going. And this Thanksgiving Day weekend coming up, are we thankful what we have? Are we content with what we have? Or do we need to follow Dave Ramsey's system of saving buying a, saving up buying a $5,000 car? In my opinion, you get you a $5,000 car and you save up enough money for a $1,000, $2,000 car. Ask everybody you know if they've got a car for sale. Everybody. And then you sell that $5,000 car after you've driven it about six or eight months, jump in the cheap car, sell it, get the market right, find the next unit, and keep yourself going. Too many people, I, I see people losing twenty and 30000 a year because they got to have a new use, I mean a new high-dollar vehicle every year. I don't want to gain the world. Are you gaining the world in a new car? Oh, you think you're conquering the world? You think you've conquered everybody else? Do you think you compare yourself to everybody else in this brand-new car? I I don't want to gain the world and lose my soul. Am I working too much to pay for that new car? Am I not giving to the people in need because i got to make the payment? Have I, have I got my life in a three-ring circus, everything, everybody pulling at me, not understanding what I do? Let me tell you something. The last seven, eight years, the car business has trained, changed tremendously, and it's not going to change anytime soon. It's going to get rougher and rougher and rougher every month because overhead goes up. Average car is 36000 Trucks are about to be eighty and 90000 Well, we've got to go to work. We've got to pay Uncle Sam. We've got to maintenance. We've got to pay insurance, you know. And I'm working on putting a business together. I'm looking for a Christian lawyer that wants to get in the business with me on diminished value. I've got the proof to prove on diminished value. I've got the market. I've got the, the system. And I'm looking for a Christian uh, lawyer that wants to sit down and work out a deal. And then also I'm probably looking for a computer person that wants to build, go in business, building a website that will work in the car business. I've got two deals that the Lord's brought me that I need to work on. Just in case you're a computer genius uh, that can build a website and, and if you're a, a lawyer, you know, and I'm just now getting set on the computer guy. I'm putting it all together and orchestrating it. Uh, but you know what? The more grace you have, the more empowerment God will give you, the more wisdom, the more eye-opening, the more everything that he'll give you. And that's, that's what I'm searching for. That's what I want. That's how I want to be blessed is because I want to give that grace because, you know what, can you believe the grace that God's given me? I mean, I'm telling you, I was a good heathen, good heathen. But I don't want to be that way no more. don't want to go back. I love where I'm at. I love what I'm doing. Right now, I've finished the first book, re-editing it. I'm about to 
see about getting me somebody to, to help me on that situation. And uh, I love writing. I love taking the scriptures. I love dissecting them and studying them and learning and understanding them and then putting it directed in our purchasing in automobiles. So I don't want to gain the world. I could care less, you know, uh, and I don't play the lottery, but if I hit rich on something, I can't think of anything I need or want. I do have a desire to help a certain people in this city that needs help, um, and I do have that desire. But there's lots of times I still feel like a kid. You know, and that 18 near-death experience people, their spirit, what I'm talking about, what you're absorbing right now, what you're understanding is your spirit. My body is pushing 70 years old. It don't feel like 20, but my spirit feels 20. And when a preacher tells you you're going to live forever, well, I got news for you. I want that spirit to live forever in heaven, not hell. And the two people that went to hell, let me tell you something, their lives changed tremendously, immediately. Because let me tell you, that spirit. The Lord brings our spirits and he gives us wisdom and knowledge and grace. But are we spreading that grace? Are we helping others, lifting them up? Are we encouraging them? Are we doing our part? Are we help teaching them? I want you to know my system, my market, what's going on so strong that you can give everybody you know, train everybody. And if you've got any kind of questions, get your pen and paper. I'm going to give my phone number out and the second half of this show I'm going to give my phone number out, and I want you to have it. So you can call me with any kind of questions. There's no dumb questions. Uh, well, unfortunate, we can't take any calls this week because I'm uh, out of town, and I'll be back shortly. But let me give you my phone number, and I'm going to give it again in the second half, 830-708-4789. That's 830-708-4789. Eight nine. I want you to have my phone number. Give me a call anytime. I want to help you. I'm finding cars for people, but I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I can tell you, I've sold a lot of those five thousand dollar, three to five thousand dollar cars to my listeners because they saved up enough cash to get by on and to get them a cheap car and take care of it, and that way you know, they'll get some use out of it. I had a car that. Uh, I sold some people, and they ran it three years. And that was, you know, I sold to them three years ago, and now they're looking for another one. The one I sold them still running. The got account manager loves the car I sold her. It's, it's a grand marquee. She thinks it's ugly. Her daughters think it's ugly. But it's great transportation. Are we trying to impress somebody? Who are we trying to impress? Who, who rules our minds? I'm studying rule right now. I'm studying who rules our mind, who rules our ways, who rules everything that's going on in our life. Are you letting that little punk in us? And that's what a pastor in, in San Antonio talked about one night, punk, the punk in us. Does the punk pop up in your life every once in a while? And that's that old bad attitude. That's that, you know. We pray that God will help us in our bad decisions and our bad behaviors. But really, does he let us suffer the consequences? I mean, I'm suffering consequences on not paying to him enough on a business deal. And I've learned my lesson, Lord. I've learned my lesson. So the passing of, of some friends of mine has really hurt me. I mean, it... Uh, I didn't tell them enough about Jesus. I didn't convince them enough about Jesus. And they saw the changes in my life. They saw the difference in my life. And they still didn't want it. I did my part. Thank you, Lord. But it still hurts that you can lose so many people that don't know the joy and the peace and the benefits that God and Christ in our lives will bring you. And that's why I talk about grace so much, because the last three weeks, he has brought grace to my mind. He's brought grace to other people. He's got me grace to people who have passed, even though sometimes we have a little struggle. But I still wanted to pray for them. I still wanted to pray for their salvation. And I want them to make better decisions. 
you know, better health decisions, better ways of living our life. Lots of alcohol, lots of smoking and, and all. There's some habits in our lives that dictate our future. Your habits today, your buying habits, your eating habits, your smoking or drinking habits can dictate your future. My future is most important, is living forever with the spirit that the Lord has blessed us all with. I have that spirit. I know that I'm going to live forever because Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. And that's where I want you to start concentrating on. Take the pride, greed, and selfishness and keeping up with the Joneses out of your life and turn over to the Lord. I've got a little message for the second half of the show that I'm going to talk about and, and what God has done and what he's brought up to me and what he's showing me. But you need to go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. I want to buy your vehicle, the good, the bad, the ugly. It don't matter if you, you know, love to give you free advice on my phone. Make sure you go get pen and paper during the break because I want you to be able to call me. And uh, But go to learn to buy and sell cars.com or give me a call. I want to buy your truck, your car. Um, buying a dump truck, uh, just bought some cube vans. I got some cube vans still for sale, one diesel and one gas. Um, picked up some trucks for another guy, sending some trucks to Florida because of the hurricane in Desmond, Florida. Um, you know, but I buy the good, the bad, the ugly. I buy a $100 car or a $100,000 car. It don't matter. So go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Follow the easy process of describing your car. And I want to buy you a car. I'll make you an offer on the car. Now, you can sell it on your own. You can sell it to me. You can do something with it. At least you know where you stand. Like I explained last week, I had a gentleman that uh, uh, wanted to, I'd sold him the vehicle. He'd never had a problem with it. It was like new, low miles. He was thoroughly happy with it, but he, he needed a four-door truck. This was a regular cab. He needed a four-door truck to haul his grandkids. I don't blame him. So he took the unit in, and Carfax had a mistake on it. And, oh, man, this guy was, they told him that his truck was worth $1,000, 1000 Just in case you missed the show last week, I explained it. And they had him convinced it needed to go to the salvage yard. Wasn't worth nothing, but he he had him and his wife happened to be listening to my show previous, and he decided to bring it to me, and I'd sold it to him and see what I would give back for it. He's thinking I'm not going to give anything. He's thinking I won't buy it back. When I offered him seven thousand, this guy couldn't believe it. He said, "You going to give seven thousand back to the truck?" I said, "Yes, sir. I want the truck. I own the truck." But that's how dealers work you. They work you and they beat you up, get you where you're thinking. Your vehicle's not worth nothing. Why? Because they want to make the money on it. Hey, they make money on the cars and the trucks that they don't even want. So what do they do to ones like this one? 54,000 miles like new, a 2010? I guarantee you, there's so many people that want that truck. I've already been offered a profit on it. That dealership was 6000 less. You don't think they wasn't trying to put him together? They're thinking he's going to trade it in because they're going to beat him up so bad, convince him that it needs to go to the salvage yard, that they're going to stick it out on the front line and sell it. And that's what I, that's where I've got it. Great little vehicle. But, oh, no, they, they want to beat you up all they can. These dealerships today are a million to two million a month dead overhead every month. How would you like to be facing that every month? The pressure's on. The owner puts the pressure on the sales manager. The sales manager puts it on the, the new car and the used car managers, and they put it on the salespeople. And everybody's, you know, it's like a three-ring circus. I, I don't want to gain the world and lose my soul. Well, we could even talk about that maybe second half because – you know, the salespeople are gaining the world. They're making big money. They're happy what they do. They're so excited. But are they losing their soul on lying, cheating, and intimidating and, and putting people together? 
Well, we're going to talk more and more about it. Get pen and paper. I'm going to give you my phone number. Thank you, Shemaya. Thank you, Baron. Thank you, Michael. We've got all these people that have helped me. And can you believe a car dealer in amongst all these preachers? Well, I got I got scriptures, and one of my favorite is Proverbs 1.5. Let the wise listen and add to their learning. I hope you're learning something. I hope I'm a mentor to you because I've got so many mentors in my life. God bless each and every one. Hey, tell somebody to tune in to... Thanks to you, San Antonio and South Texas, 2017 was another successful year at North Park Toyota of San Antonio. Hi, this is Merle Gothard, General Manager of North Park Toyota of San Antonio, and you too can take advantage of our better bottom line posted pricing on over 750 available new and pre-owned Toyotas. We research the market, and then we post our lowest price on every car, truck, and SUV every day. Then we back that price with sales and service excellence from the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's President's Award nine years in a row. No games, no gimmicks, just our better bottom line posted price. And remember, we don't mark them up just to mark them down. Our market-based posted pricing, the financing you deserve, and full market value for your trade-in, and our attention to customers' needs have made North Park Toyota a dealer that delivers. Come see how we deliver the North Park way at North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South Exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Hello again. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you call somebody or text somebody to tune in or go to KSLR.com to listen because uh, great, great radio station. And like I say, I'll be on at uh, 1 p.m., 11.60 a.m., you would like to listen to the show or tell somebody to listen to the show. Um, I try my best to uh, make it entertaining and to make it educational, to be your mentor, to be there for you, let you understand what's going on in, in this crazy world that we have, that I've seen a tremendous change in the car business the last seven or eight years. I've seen 50 years of change. I can tell you all about that. In fact, I'm making notes on writing a book and then, of course, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to name my second book. Uh, first book's name is 10, The Car Business 101. Um, and the second book, I don't know if it's going to be Virtues, Discernment, Virtues. Um, virtues, you can be found in Colossians 3.14. And over all these virtues, put love, which binds all together in perfect unity. Well, I went to Webster's Dictionary and looked up virtues. Virtue, virtues means, um, it means moral excellence. Virtues. You want moral excellence? You know, I'm not sure moral excellence works in the car business. A tough, tough situation. Virtues. I've, I've started to really look hard at virtues. Moral excellence. Is that telling the truth all the time? I believe so. Is it taking care of a customer the right way? I believe so. Is it lying and misleading and, and forcing a customer into making a purchase that they shouldn't, and knowing that they can't afford it, not caring if they, you, you know, before I found Jesus Christ, I'm not sure where my conscience was. I'm not sure it was anywhere close to me. Um, I've often told y'all about uh, uh, title loans. They're 330% interest. The worst thing in the world for anybody to do, to lose the car they got paid for to give their title to a man or a company that will charge them 330% interest and 95% get uh, repoed. And after six months, you've paid more money into uh, the man, and you still owe 25 payments on it. You pay 25000 for a $5,000 loan. Hey, you know why I know? I had the license. I, but I thought I could change it, but you can't change it when you get a title loan license because they've got uh, a website, and they've got 
software and you have to use 330% interest. My conscience said, Randy, that's nuts. That's crazy. I thought, no, I can treat people better. I can change it. I can do it a better way, but I can't. So I've never used the license. I sent it back. I paid to have a license. I paid for the software. I paid for everything. And I just wrote it off because my conscience bothered me. Have you got a conscience? Or a car salesman have a conscience? Do they burn it out or do the ways of the world? You know, I don't want to gain the world and lose my soul. The car business is trying to gain the world. They want all your money, all available money. And, and so you're working so hard on that to, to gain the world, gain respect, gain their approval. And at that time, are you going to lose your soul? Well, not if you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. But we're going to pay the consequences of our struggle, of, of what's going on and, and the things that's happening every day in our, in our lives, in our world, in this world. But virtues, moral excellence. Well, conscience has got to be in there somewhere. I mean, when you have moral, uh, moral excellence, your conscience has got to help rule. And here's, here we go with verse 15. Let the peace of Christ rule you in your hearts. Since members of the one body, you are called to the peace. You call to peace? Are you called are you, do you want peace in your life? You know, people talk about peace in their lives. But we rule by the world instead of rule by God's ways. And when we rule by the world, we don't have peace. You want peace of mind? You are called to peace and be thankful. Contentment. Are you content with what you drive? Did the previous purchase put you in uncontentment because you owed too much money? You bought a bad car and it's breaking down. Remember, what man makes breaks. I don't care. I, I've sold good cars to good people and they break down. But that's that's the manufacturers. That's the way the business is. Um, I've often talked about Henry Ford's famous wording. Uh, I won't bring it up today, but I may bring it up some other time. And be thankful. Contentment. Are we ever content in our vehicles? Does it does the shine wear off in a short amount of time? Do you lose the desire for the vehicle? Do you hate your vehicle? Yeah, here we go with the commercials again. Do you hate your vehicle? Do you hate your payment? Do you wait, hate what you owe? Well, come on in here. We're going to take care of you. We're going to fix everything and make money, lots of money, because you're vulnerable. You're so vulnerable that you, you're weakened in the knees and you're wanting to get rid of it and you hate it and you get that new car smell and that new car and something different and you'll keep yourself in debtor's prison. Hey, these new car dealers are, you know, they'll, they'll promise to be your friend. We're not trying to sell you. We're trying to help you. We're helping you out of your money. That's the, that's the key. That's the unity they have together in perfect unity. And be thankful and gratitude, with gratitude in our hearts to God. Are we thankful that we know God? Are we content with knowing Him? You know, I see so many people got to have the biggest and the bassest and the best and at any cost. Cost to the relationships, cost to their family, cost to giving to people, cost to the bank. Loss of value. I'm trying to get you to understand there's a battle, and you're in a war, in a big-time war, and you're going against everything that you think is right, and it's wrong. I mean, when we buy something we can't afford, hey, there's two kinds of cars afford and can't afford, and, man, them can't afford are miserable. you got to get behind the wheel. you got to listen to your wife tell you you shouldn't have bought it. You ever been there, walk them shoes? Yeah, well, a bunch of us have. You know, we think we've got to have it. I talked about my dream car, looking at it about two months ago. Man, I was in love. That is my dream car. I love the car. And I could probably afford it, you know, probably pay cash for it. 
if I sold a few things and got my finances in the light. And I'm talking about an $85,000 car. But let me tell you something. I prayed about it, and I thought about it, and I thought, do I really need that? Dreams? Is that a dream? And, you know, it is so nice. I'm scared somebody might, you know, I'm going to protect it. Better not protect something else that I own. What was I thinking? And so I walked away from the car, and I think the car is supposed to make a little money. If I had it sold, I'd buy it and resell it. But as for myself personally, I'm content without it. Are you content without your dream car? Are you trying to impress somebody with what you got? I'd rather make something, work with my hands, be productive, doing something, than buying something that somebody else did. I like keeping busy. I like improving things. So, but when it comes to the car business, moral excellence, where is it in the car business? I can't find it. I believe it's lost. It's gone. Maybe, you know, and I think it was more available in the 60s and 70s and 80s than it is today. Because you were dealing with one owner of one dealership that was content making a decent living, wasn't trying to get super rich, just trying to help you out a little bit. Prices wasn't out of range on vehicles. Prices wasn't crazy like the overhead is now. And moral excellence was a, was around in the 60s and the 70s. And somewhere in the 80s, it started to change. Now, moral excellence about you. Are you telling the truth about your car? Do you know how to handle it? Do you know how to sell it? Uh, some people called me the other day, bought a car off of an individual. He lied to them completely about it. Told them he'd owned it since new, and he hadn't. Told him it was in perfect shape, and it's not. Told him he'd never had any problems with it. Found out past history it had been. You know, and so these people now are in a struggle. Some other people bought a vehicle out of Austin, can't get the title. It's a mess. Call me. I'm trying to help them out a little bit, give them some free information. But they got themselves in a rut because why? Their son thought he had to have this special unit. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I wouldn't advise them to buy, them to buy that special unit. That's not a, it's not a good car. That's all there is to it. There's some good ones out there, and there's some bad ones out there. And if you buy the bad one, it's going to cause you misery. It's going to cause you heartache, you know. So during Thanksgiving, think about moral excellence, virtues. Think about who rules your thoughts, your desires, your growth. Where are you going? Where were you last year at this time? Where are you at now? I've had a lot of listeners call me and thank me, and I appreciate it. And if you if you like my show, go to learntobuyandsellcars.com and give me feedback. Or if you like it, if you don't like it, what I need to talk about, if you have some questions to answer, I've had a bunch of emails I answer. I think we answer all of them. If we happen to miss one, please send it again. Maybe we didn't get it. Maybe I didn't, you know, I don't know. But, you know, we'd love to hear feedback from you. Learn to buy and sell cars.com. Working on going to Facebook, Randy Adams, Inc., I believe, because I'm full up on friends on Randy Adams. And so I've got uh, been full. A uh, few people dropped out. I keep it full, but also probably going to go to live uh, Facebook, Randy Adams, Inc., because I can get any amount of number. There's no uh, amount that, that stops on it. So think about Facebook, Randy Adams, Inc., that's I-N-C dot, uh, dot com, Randy Adams, Inc., on uh, Facebook, and go to feedback, write me a little short comment, whether it's the good, the bad, or the ugly, on this show, learn to buy and sell cars dot com. And if you want to offer on your car, go to learn to buy and sell cars dot com. I want to buy your vehicle any kind of shape. I buy wrecks, bad motors, good motors, bad transmissions, good transmissions, uh, wrecks. Um, I bet I, I bought a 
18 wrecked uh, expedition, bit a 17 wrecked Ford pickup, uh, bit a bad motor 12 Ford diesel. Um, people don't want to spend the money. It's a lot of money to fix it. It's a keen ranch, but it's got a lot of miles on it. They just don't think it's worth the money, spending that much money on it. So um, we're, we're working hard to uh, provide a service, just like the diminished value that I'm working on, that protects you. And if you're an insurance company and if you're an advertiser and you'd like to advertise on this show, Proving to the community you want them educated, making better decisions, better purchases. Proving to the community you want them to stand up and be the right person and you want to help and you want to help provide this show. Give me a call on my mobile, 830-708-4789. Call my mobile. That's 830-708-4789. Be sure and give me a call. And um, we want to we want to welcome all the first time listeners and, and be sure that you know you're welcome to go to my website. You're welcome to give me feedback. You're welcome to give me a call because we're working on so much. And like I say, I love uh, Proverbs one five. Let the wise listen and add to their learning. I was talking to a fellow Christian last night, uh, Larry Neely. And we were talking about, I learned from him, he learns from me. I learned from a lot of Christian brothers. I learned from a lot of preachers. I get a lot of my information from other preachers. Well, just like that song today, I don't want to gain the world and lose my soul. Think about that a minute. What are you doing to keep your soul? What are you doing to help your soul? What are you doing to help others to to uh, keep their soul? And just like it goes on about that three-ring circus, how many times have you been pulled from every direction? Can you imagine what does it? You feel like a kid in a three-ring circus when you walk into a dealership. They're pulling at you in every direction. When they're firing salespeople at you, and this salesperson's not a perfect fit, so they send somebody else. They wear you out with two or three different salesmen, two or three different closures. Then the used car manager gets involved. Then the new car sales manager gets involved. And then everybody else gets involved. Do you feel like a kid in a three-ring circus? I have everybody, probably 90% of the people hate to buy a vehicle. Hate it. Hate to walk into a dealership. They're building a bad reputation because they don't have virtues. They don't have moral ex- excellence. They're leading us down the path of the wrong direction. And right now, this was two years ago, but this past that now, but there's six million car notes that are over 90 days past due. And I forgot, I think it's somewhere around nine million car notes that will never get caught up that will end up being repoed. So that's 15 million car notes out there. Are we all in a circle of debt? Dave Ramsey tries to straighten straighten people out. He even says, do not, do not lease a car. It never works. Well, I got this for you. It's 15, 16% profit to them, and that's what they work on. Plus, they're not going to gamble on you bringing the car in and they lose money. They don't know what the market's going to be in three years from now. They're going to beat the market. And any time, what about it? I get so many emails. What's the problem with lifetime warranties? Lifetime warranties, they put 4500 on your contract, just like that gentleman that was uh, sold me his regular cab little truck back. He thought he was getting free lifetime warranty. It's nothing's free in the car business. Nothing. They're going to make money on you somehow, some way, in order to keep that door open, in order to keep electricity on it, 100 to 200000 a month. How high is your your electric bill? Then add five hundred, a thousand percent. That's what it takes to operate. Their their buildings are some of these places are thirty, forty acres, and you got a quarter of an acre. They got all these employees, but you know the virtues. Think about virtues: moral experience, excellence. Moral experience and excellence. 
How many your experiences? You have moral experiences, the right experience, the truthful experience. You feel like you're being told the truth. Is that big smile on that salesman convince you that they know it all? They know what you can afford. They know what your budget is. They know what your future is, your health. Hey, I lost a brother-in-law yesterday. I lost him, and we didn't know he was sick. He wasn't sick. We lost him yesterday, 57 years old. Heartbreaking as it is, you know, was he prepared? I don't know. We're going to find out. Quick, quick, uh, you know. Did he have a car payment? Uh, you know, is his car paid for? Well, the best news was he was an outstanding salesman, and most time the dealerships on their best salesman provide a demonstrator. So I think he was driving the dealership's car, and he didn't have a note on it. So we want you to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually. We don't know what the future is. Do you want to put your family in a bind? I want my family taken care of. That's what I'm working hard on. That's why I try to make the right decisions. You know, so many people out there call me about their antique car connections, collections because I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly, and I love old cars. I love working on them. I've got several right now. I buy them at the right time, at the right price. I make them better. They're either going to make a little money or get out, you know, you can go out and buy one and spend a fortune on it and lose your shirt on it, you know, and sometimes your pants. But uh, I, I want to do a lot of the work myself. I, I enjoy that that time. I enjoy windshield time. I enjoy being productive time. I enjoy doing this radio show. Why? Because God's given me the Holy Spirit to lead me and guide me. Give me that song today. Give me the three-ring circus like you're walking into a to a car dealership, give me the virtue, study virtue, study grace to better myself, to better my radio show, to better to teach you, to better that you can learn and mentor others, to understand that you're in a battle for your money. Yes, we shouldn't worship money, but we should use it to be productive, use it the right way. And when you're buying these $100,000 Cadillacs, and they're worth 60000 in a year. They're worth 40000 in two to three years. All that Mercedes, it's 130000 and it's worth 25000 in three to four years. You know, did your money go to that hard-earned money that you paid Uncle Sam his part of? Did it, is it productive? Well... I drive what would be productive. I had people say, well, what's your favorite car? What are you driving? My favorite car, when I get them, is one that's got a full tank of gas. Because I try to run it out. And right now, I'm driving an old 9 Grand Marquis with hell damage. It looks like a golf ball. But that's all right. I'm, I'm thrilled with what I've got and what I can live with. You know, I'm content. I'm content. I really don't, you know, I'm... I guess maybe I'm fortunate enough I've owned all the cars. And I can own some today, and I own quite a few today. But it's not exactly what I want. What do you want? I want to be the best mentor I can be. I want to be the best host on this show I can be. I want to be a friend to you and a mentor to you and never know you personally. It's all right if I do because you can give me a call on my mobile, 830 708-4789. I'll try to give it again right at the end of the show. But, you know, Colossians 3.12, and I'm working on that for another show. The world has turned away from God. His commandments, his ways, the love for others. You know, have we turned from fellow man loving them and taking care of them and telling them the truth? I'm working on that for a show. I think that would make a pretty good show. You know, do the salesmen know when they do the customer wrong and when they lie to them and mistreat them, intimidate them, switch them, make more money on them, you know? Conscience. Does that conscience fit in there somewhere? 
Well, I'm working on that as a message. God will give me some more information on that. I just got started on it. But gratitude in your hearts toward God. He's working on me in gratitude, too. You know, are we really content and thankful for what we own, what we're doing, direction you're going? I hope so. Go learn to buy and sell cars.com. Describe your car. I want to buy your car. I want to make you an offer on your car. It don't cost nothing. That way you know where you stand, you know what your car's worth. And like that gentleman that went down the street and they wanted to give him a thousand for a truck, I gave seven thousand. I often talk about a gentleman named Bob and his mother that uh, they offered her eleven thousand. They'd sold her four units and sold her that truck. And they offer eleven thousand for a seventeen thousand dollar truck. Now I keep telling you, they make money on the cars they don't want. How much money do they make on the cars they want? They would have made a lot of money on that truck because they wanted it low. It was low miles and like new. She took care of the unit. So you've got to know what your vehicles were. So go along to buy and sell cars dot com, or give me a call. Let me give you my phone number one more time: eight three zero seven zero eight four seven eight nine. Car dealers think I'm nuts giving out my mobile number. They think I'm crazy. They can't believe I do it. I said, well, the people need the help, and I'm not ashamed of what I say or what I can back up what I say and what I do. I'm not ashamed of what I sell because my conscience bothers me. I've got a conscience. God bless you, San Antonio. Thank you for tuning in. Go to learnaboutsellcars.com. Remember Facebook, Randy Adams, Inc. We're about to switch to it. Give me a call. Thank you, KSLR, 630 AM, Shamaya, Baron. Michael, everybody involved. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.